Welcome to Rev Up Your Business with Hilda Gann. We are now in Season 5, and we've changed the name and the focus of the podcast. Rev Up Your Business is the podcast for small to medium-sized business owners, entrepreneurs, and HR professionals. Each week, we share tips, strategies, and trends on how you can build success in your business. I share my expertise as a people-centric leader in work culture and human resources. My guests share their expertise in human resources, marketing, sales, finance, IT, leadership, and the multiple facets that you need to take care of your business. If you love to learn and want to find out how you can rev up your business, join us. Welcome to another episode. Today, my guest is Malcolm Gurley. He's the president of Gurley Leadership Solutions. He's got over 35 years of experience in creating and implementing productivity improvement initiatives. He's done that as a senior executive for Fortune 100 companies and privately held manufacturing companies. His career includes working internationally in United States, Europe, and Asia. As a licensee of LMI Canada, which stands for Leadership Management International, Malcolm works directly with corporate executives and leaders to achieve new levels of success for their revenue growth, profitability, online time delivery, and quality improvement, and other key areas. The outcome is results-based learning, with participants realizing new attitudes, new behaviors, and work habits. It results in measurable results that are realized with a return on investment outcomes of 10 to 1 or higher. That's impressive. Malcolm is both a lean expert certified and is a Six Sigma black belt and has led many business transformations resulting in significant improvements to the bottom line. This experience, he'll talk about later how it's improved leadership performance in a powerful way. Malcolm is also the director of the Ajax Pickering Board of Trade and, in his spare time, coaches for competitive soccer. So I'm not sure that he has spare time. Welcome, Malcolm. Yes. Helda, it's so nice to be here with you today. Uh, we have worked together, and uh, it's a pleasure being on your, your podcast. And uh, welcome to all the viewers and listeners uh, for this podcast. I'm happy to uh, to be here with Lynn, with Helda. Well, thank you. You have such a broad experience. And when you decided to get into the consulting business, what did you decide to focus on? And what do you offer for people who are seeking support to improve their business success? Okay, I'll give you a little bit of my background. I worked at uh, Fortune 100 companies for over 25 years. And uh, I'll Throughout all of my various roles in executive positions and leadership, I uh, was really embracing continuous improvement, the whole notion of continuous improvement, how to improve, improve. That, that, that's me. That's how I, I tech. Uh, I was involved with lean implementations. And that uh, really, if you're not familiar with lean, think of the Toyota production system and how Toyota builds cars. It's all about productivity improvement. and Throughout my career, I was always driven by outcomes, results. And when when I was 
in lean uh, and implementing, I, I'd always ask the question to some of the lean masters, the experts in, in that area, what's the single most important factor for a successful lean implementation and improvement of the success of a company? And it all came down to leadership. It was always the number one answer. So it always kind of stuck with me. So I, I really wanted to help other companies with all that I've learned and to become better leaders, more successful companies. In 2005, I actually incorporated, but then I received a really good job offer. I became the director of engineering for North America for Honeywell, another 100, uh, Fortune 100 company. And then I had another job offer for a private uh, manufacturing organization in Scarborough. Then I said, that's it. I'm done. I'm, I'm going to do my own thing build my own business, Gurley Leadership Solutions, and now I'm helping corporations across the GTA in Canada to become more successful companies through stronger leadership or productive leaders. And so that's that's my journey, uh, Hilda. And yeah, I do uh, coach soccer on the side as well. <laughs> but we're, we're talking competitive soccer. I thought yeah. that's pretty impressive. Competitive is a little bit more intense than just once a week doing coaching and and. We're just helping them enjoy themselves versus competitive. Right. You and I totally, totally, you know, believe that the leadership is the key that is the glue for success, both in, in planning out strategic planning and executing strategic vision, as well as making sure the work is done. So they're kind of in, in providing both strategic and day to day management and I take it from the people side and building the people skills as a key focus. And you look at it from the productivity side. So tell us more. What are the benefits of doing that? Well, since I've been doing my uh, my own thing, my own company, and working with a number of corporations across GTA, the, the one thing that really has struck me is the number of people who entering my program are struggling with just keeping up day-to-day tasks. And, and I'll classify a lot of them as just busy, 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 doing, 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 without a proper roadmap and, and a sense for how to become productive. And I'm not just talking with professional. The personal side, professional, they're so interwoven that uh, some of my clients, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, a shame to say, but they have nothing left for their families when they on the end of their day. And, and and that's a shame. So I work with these corporations and, and executives, middle managers, to become far more productive, to get control of their days, to do more with less time, and to get a, a work-life balance that they never never had previously. And and you can't fault some of these people. They're they're promoted based on their technical skills in many cases, but they don't have the soft skills. They don't have the ability skills. knowledge. Yeah. The people skills, they don't they don't know how to delegate, communicate, empower. They're doing, doing, doing. They're holding on to things. They're not letting go. They're not developing their people. And then there's a cascade effect downward that's not healthy for the organization. So I come in and I help with those people to become far more productive, to hit goals, to, to allow much higher level of success for their organizations. I know we talked earlier, too, about not just helping them with productivity from a, a a biz like from the company's perspective, but you're also helping people from their personal product right. productivity. Yes. 
Yes, exactly. Share a little bit more about that. Well, I I would say this uh, again: you can't separate professional from personal goals. They they they, they kind of interact um, and and they're they're interwoven, but interwoven. But really, it comes down to if you don't have clear goals, a clear perspective of where you're going professionally and personally, then the outcomes become very murky. So part of what I do is I bring clarity to how to get to certain areas in one's life, to what's important, both professionally and personally. And so bringing that clarity, the ability to translate that into goals that are actioned and completed and achieved, and with daily planning and productivity approaches that uh, are proven, then we I could take somebody who is near burnout to happier people that are far more productive, hitting their goals and helping the organization to reach new levels of success. Thank you. And, you know, and and for those who are 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 listening to this podcast or or viewing it in episode one, the launch for season five, I talked about my journey. I had hip surgery earlier in the in the spring. And that that triangle of work or business, uh, family and self, and how it was a wake up call for me that I wasn't devoting enough time for myself. That that now my my kind of daily practices, you know, is that triangle like okay, Hilda, or or, or is it imploding on you? So I, I appreciate you sharing that because. It is, they're interwoven, but we need to make time for ourselves, our families, and and our career, our profession, our work, our business, because those together in balance gives you more joy, more happiness. Now, the other concept you talked about in at the beginning was results-oriented, and I love that ratio that I gave in the introduction, maybe you want to expand on that 10 to one or higher through this method that you do share results oriented and then share this amazing return on investment that you're, that you're kind of saying, Whoa, this can happen. Yes. So uh, it is amazing, but there are many companies out there that are very, very lax on the metric side. So, in addition to getting organizations to become more goals oriented, to plan their days, become more productive, I also implement, help them implement a better ways of tracking results. Okay. Because when I finish my program, I want to, I want to at the end say, okay, let's look back and we've been able to grow your business. We've been able to increase higher profitability, better on time delivery, better quality, better corporate culture, whatever it might be. I'd like to be able to show that you paid this and you've had over 10 times the return on what you've invested in, in me and what I do. And time and time again, I hit that number. Give my listeners who, who you know, are maybe small, medium-sized employers who maybe I think I can't afford it, at least give them some tips and strategies that they can use to increase their leadership productivity. And then you can talk about the program. All right. I'll say one little tidbit of it, or actually pretty big, but my programs, I can get funding from the the government, Ontario government, called the Ontario Job Grant Program. 
to get as much as 83% of the cost covered. So I'll just start with saying that. Okay, uh, go for the program then. Go for the program. Tell us about the program. and then. No, no, I'm gonna, okay, I'll tell you about the program. So basically what I do is, uh, unlike seminars, getaways, uh, whatever short hit, hits of information, uh, books, et cetera, what I do is uh, over a four to five month period, every two weeks, two hours. So it's it's spaced learning. You learn and you apply. So you learn by doing and then you learn by results because I, I implement those metrics and the ways of tying the goal setting that, that that's embedded into the program with results. So we we will then go on a, on a journey of behavioral change, new work habits, new attitudes, new behaviors, all of that over this four to five month period. So it's very structured and it's behavioral change based. Let me comment on that. Um, you know, I'm I'm a lifelong learner and I'm also an educator since I've been in my 20s. So this is in my DNA. Right. And what I love about the program you just shared is that it is over time because you use it or you lose it. People who go to something and if they don't apply things within the first two weeks, they've lost it. So right. oftentimes you'll go to something and you find two tidbits that you use, you use and then it stays ingrained. So your program is giving them tiny pieces of things to learn, habits to change, yes. opportunity to reinforce that. And then I love the fact that there's metrics to validate that there is improvement there right. and then rinse and repeat. So that from an education perspective is a solid way of learning to change and, and to incorporate that. So I wanted to comment on that. So now for the long awaited for tips and, and strategies that, that yeah. will at least get us as entrepreneurs, business owners, or even people who are helping you know, as part of the business in, in strategic and, and operations roles. What are some tips that you would share with us to help us be better leaders? Well, I'll, I'll state a few real easy things. Uh, anyone who's doing a to-do list, that's a long list of maybe 30 items, and then you're just checking them off as you go. Um, the human tendency is to do the easy ones and never get to the tough ones. So i I'm definitely against any kind of to-do list like that. Rather than doing a to-do list that's long, start each day with the to-do list for that day. Mm -hmm. Make out a piece of paper. I mean, if you want to use your iPhone, great. I like paper. Maybe a little bit old-fashioned, but your mind to pen to paper takes a lot more. You think more when you write it down. Write down what you need to do that day that are imperative action items that have to be done that will advance your goals. Write down what are also important, but if you can't get to them, you'll take you'll carry them on to the next day. Do that every day. So what I'm saying is write down important and imperative tasks every day and work them. Block time for things like email. Don't do email 10 times a day because you're going to be distracted from what's really important, what needs to be done. It's better to block like uh, like um, items together. Email, for an example, do it twice a day. 
remove all notifications on your phone that are going to buzz or beep and distract you. If you're going to do social media, I'm not against social media, Facebook, whatever, Instagram. Again, pick a time at break, at lunch, whatever. But the notifications that come and distract you um, are going to destroy your productivity. Research in in University of California showed that anytime you switch tasks from one to another, you lose about two minutes, two and a half minutes. Multitasking is one of the biggest killers of productivity. So stop the notifications, block time, and make sure that you block time that is linked to important items. I don't find anyone out there, many of you will have heard of the Eisenhower matrix. And if you haven't heard about it, look into it. But it's all about doing the important items that aren't necessarily urgent, that are really important for you achieving your goals. That quadrant in the four quadrants is absolutely imperative that you spend every day on the the items that are important but are not urgent things like planning coaching employees communicating empowering delegating effectively these are the things that are going to improve your performance and your team that you that you work with so those are some of the quick tips like come off the top of my head Hilda I like how you refer to the Eisenhower matrix and and it's it is it is that four quadrants it's urgent not urgent important not important and and so you want to be in the optimum quadrant for a project so thank you for remembering that and as for old fashioned and writing I will clarify that it's not necessarily old fashioned but for some people it may be ben- it may be beneficial and it, I am a writer. I never go back to the writing, but I write. And the reason I do is I'm a visual. And I know after umpteen years of living that I am a visual person. So when somebody speaks to me, when I write it and I see it visually, that process of writing, that process of seeing goes up into my brain pathway and it sticks there and it sits back in that that little computer that I have. And if ever I want to draw it out, I can remember almost word to word what I wrote, what that person says. So for some of us, and it's not old fashioned, this is the way that works best for my retention. So whatever works for you, but but typing it into, uh, keyboarding it into a, a phone does not, it does not retain as well. Yeah. What, 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 I, what I say to my clients, Helda, is, is think of you're writing out a, a birthday card and you write, buy it from the store and you've got your pen. You, before you write, you want the, the handwriting to look good. You want to choose the right words. It takes more to be able to write out a birthday card than to get on your phone and start, you know, twittering or, or emailing or whatever. A key, a key is a key on the keyboard or on 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 your thumbs on a, on an iPhone or an Android. But to actually physically write, the mind to your hand to the pen to paper exactly. takes more thought and registers more powerfully with your mind. 
Then so just, we are trying to give people some science base to this, not being old fashioned. And I wanted to clarify that because technically for me, definitely, I don't consider it old fashioned. I, I consider it a way for my brain processing to really have it stay right. there. I, I don't want it to be deleted or canceled but it, by accident. So it's there. Um, sometimes I wish I could cancel a few things. Um, we've known each other for some time. And when we first yep. uh, got to to know each other, I suggested that doing fascination advantage assessment would help you. And for those of you who don't know fascination advantage, it, it is it is an assess science-based assessment tool that lets you see how the world sees you. And and you got a chance to to do the assessment tool. And I want you to share with people what you thought of that and how it 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 has helped you. Well, I'll start by saying, Hilda, that I've done Myers-Briggs, Insights, uh, DISC. I mean, there's, there's a long list, Colby. I've done all kinds. But when I heard you talk about Fascination Advantage, I thought, oh, that's different, you know, because it focuses on how you appear to others. Mm -hmm. oh, wow, I thought, I thought that's, that's great. So let's do it, right? <laughs> and uh Oh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, it was revealing to me. And, and for, for me personally, I come out uh, with two key words, passion and power. And they come together, and I'm a people's champion. Uh, so it, 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 uh, it uh, really drove home what I do and uh, what makes me tick. And, and that, that really describes it really well. And I'll add, uh, I asked Hilda, to do uh, one for my daughter, who's a, a consultant herself in um, communications and public relations. And Angie told him, she goes, for the first time in my entire life, I have words that describe who I am. She was almost in tears. Wow. Yeah, we yeah. had, I mean, you took the assessment tool, but then I followed it up with an interpretation as well, because that adds a, a deeper layer of richness. The 16-page report is is really great revealing but when you have somebody who's a, a an advisor giving you even the deeper meaning inside that i felt that richness with you and i felt that richness of dis through the discussion with with angie as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i think i i think over time i saw the difference in you that sort of that transition of you growing as as a as an entrepreneur and owning that people's champion part of of you for those of you who don't know his language there are seven languages and passion and power are your combination and then they give you a little name tag an archetype and and yours is uh people's champion yes great now, thank you for sharing that because I want people to know more and more about Fascination Advantage because it really, so many people comment, well, you know, I thought I knew who I was, but it's so validating to know that that's how I come across. And it's not your mother telling you or your, or your friend. It's an objective, you know, perspective validating how you think you are or a revelation to say, wow, that's, oh, I didn't know that or, or yeah. Yeah, I want to be more of that. I thought it was, but, you know, I was a little too shy to be sure, to be sure. Um, you know, we've had a great discussion. I think the focus is about leadership today. 
And, you know, I shared some of my people leadership, but I really wanted you to spend time helping people understand the productivity side of leadership and, and the impact of improving your productivity on your own self and your, and your ability to manage stressful situations to have better work life balance. Anything you want to share before we close our, our, our session here? Well, the the founder of Leadership Management International, his name is Paul J. Meyer. And if you look up uh, Paul J. Meyer's quotes, you'll see many of them out there. He he was a pioneer in the self-improvement industry, and he came before people like uh, Zig Ziglar and John Maxwell and Stephen Covey. And so a lot of the theories that you see today were from Paul J. Meyer. But there's one quote I'll leave you with that I really like. And this is Paul J. Meyer. Success is the progressive realization of predetermined, worthwhile, personal goals. You think about this, very powerful. And I, I had to write it in my hand to put it here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's probably my favorite quote from Paul J. Meyer, but it really is. Your, your life, your success, both personally and professionally, really comes down to buying into your goals, setting them and having clarity of where you're heading and seeing the traction and the realization of those goals. And, and also personalizing what you do in your work life. If you don't personalize it, it's just like you're just doing the nine to five, right? Being able to personalize, to buy in is so important. And um, yeah, you that doesn't work, find a different uh, career, but, you know, move on. But certainly uh, if you could tie what's important to you into what you do in your profession, it'll cascade out into your personal life as well as your professional life. Yes. Whether it, it is your career, you find that passion or your business, do something that you're passionate about because life is too short. And when you get into stressful situations, that work that you're doing, if it's passionate, you can weather those storms. But if you don't like what you're doing, and then you've got this these stressors that come or problems, it just exacerbates. But if there's joy at the end of it, you can manage those little bumps in the road, right? Yes, exactly. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you, Malcolm, for joining me today. And I want to find I want you to share how the viewers and listeners can contact you. Okay. I, I'm easily found on LinkedIn. I'm a big LinkedIn user, but uh, my email address is Malcolm. That's M-A-L-C-O-L-M. So it's Malcolm at Gurley. That's G-U-R-L-E-Y. GurleyLeadershipSolutions.com. So Malcolm at GurleyLeadershipSolutions.com. If you want to call myself, feel free. It's 416-669-7644. I'd love to have a conversation. If I can help in any way, I'd love to help. And I know that to be true because you you show that time and again as between the two of us and as I see you when we're out networking with other people. So, again, thank you, Malcolm, for being part of it. And I look forward to having the listeners hear more about other guests as well. So thank you listeners and viewers for taking the time to hear. Thanks a lot.
Thank you for tuning in to Rev Up Your Business with Hilda Gann. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast on YouTube and Spotify to stay up to date with all of our latest episodes. For more HR tips, strategies, and to learn how you can create a people-centric workplace, visit our website at peoplebrightconsulting.com.